Hear us herein, host of the hour, first to follow the fox named Neve with books laid before the bear named M to read and retire around the long fire. We've returned. It's like we're a regular yeah. podcast again. Yeah. Uh, I realized because, well, last night today, uh, the last episode came out and we realized that it was episode 25 and that's like half a year. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Um, Fuck off. That's too much podcast. We just started this I, yeah. one. Half a year. I know. It, yeah. No, 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 no. Especially with like Skip. Like we started this November 3rd, 2022. Yeah. How about you <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> I'm just I saying. I need to take this sort of abuse from you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Eh. That's what I have to say about that. We're coming up on one year. Ugh. We're not going to do anything for it. I don't do anything for anything. No. Uh, we'll get to episode 50 and we'll say episode 50. Oh, it's <laughs> my last episode 50. I'm never hitting episode 50 again. Cause why would I ever start another podcast? <laughs> uh, that's not true. Blockbuster is not at 50 yet. Right. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. True. Yeah. So Blockbuster will be the last episode 50. If the strike ends, knock on wood, the strike will someday end. Yeah. Um, I don't have too much else, though. I mean, we we read some saga. We did read some saga. That's true. I got out of bed. I was watching VTuber clips in bed, and you got me out of bed to talk about the sagas. Um, While I was waiting for you to join the call, I briefly tuned into Nerissa's stream. And What is she streaming? Uh, so she's doing uh, Ring Fit, but it's like a, oh, an right. hour and a half in now. So it's, at this point, it was just Zatsu mode. Um, I was going to say, I've, I could do about... 20 minutes of ring fit and then I want to die. So I don't understand anyone yeah. would do that for that long. I don't I don't know how far she made it before she went to Zatsu mode, but um I specifically came in and she was like being like no, don't clip that. So I don't know what she said, hmm. but uh it's gonna get and then the chat was just saying clipped and then I had to close cuz like you joined you called me right then. So I was watching a clip of Marine going through a listener survey and the most important question was uh would you or wouldn't you uh broadly about Marine herself. 90% of her listeners would 10% godforsaken people would not. <laughs> No explanation, but you can you can infer what you want. Marine's the coolest okay. VTuber. I feel like if I could speak Japanese, I would just listen to Marine and not anyone else. I wouldn't need anybody else. She's just fucking cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, she does not speak English and I do not speak Japanese. So it's a real problem for like yeah. the uh, reality of watching Marine. Yeah, that would get in the way. Yes. I have my Marine Nendo right here behind my microphone. She's um, I, as always, have a Nutana poster and a Bjork poster. Um, my desk has two pieces of VTuber merch on it. And then I have two more, like I have like tapestries hanging up on the wall behind my computer. Okay. Got a lot. Yeah. That's not everything in the house. It's just everything right here in front of me. Um. At some point, we will move, and I will maybe not be recording in a closet anymore, and then I can, like, set up an actual desk rather if than... The day uh, you get a wired connection... Tonight, it's been fine. Yeah. I'm not cut out, but the day you get a wired connection, mm, unstoppable. Yeah. Um, 
you you say it's been fine. You called me, and I had zero bars, and well, sure. I restarted my. Well, your restarting has side. helped, and you yeah. don't have the thing you normally do, where sometimes you cut out, and then it stops for three seconds. And then you the, the audacity call rushes through whatever not audacity a Discord call <laughs> rushes through whatever you said to catch back up to where you were. Um, I don't know anyone else whose call breaks like this so regularly, but yours does all the time. <laughs> I, I think it's just something weird with the way that my ISP works or something. Um, I don't know what it is, but um, either that or there's just something weird about recording in a closet on the opposite side of my apartment from the only place I can locate my router because uh, Chicago apartments are fucking stupid. For- and when I said run a cord, you acted like I was unreasonable. I mean, I, I would have to run it through multiple walls or just like down a really long hallway yes, or something. I have, I have a I have a cord that goes from the uh mo- the router in here down the hallway into the living room that is plugged into my con. It's like one cord that I use for all my consoles. I just swap whichever one I'm playing online multiplayer games with at any given time. Yeah, like a, a general a rundown really of the <laughs> the layout of my apartment is like. When you go in the front door, which is actually on the side of the building, and you turn right, you go into, like, there's, like, a kitchen first, and then, like, to the left of that is the living room. And, and like, on the far wall over there is where the router is. I'm just saying that um, you have a lot of excuses, not a lot of connections. That that so. hallway that, like, goes to the kitchen first. Uh-huh. Uh, you a serious podcast goes by or a not? Bathroom. This is the question. It goes by a bathroom. Siri, uh, shut my up. toddler's bedroom. To and then into like at the very opposite end, my bedroom. That's all I'm saying. iPad <laughs> Siri turned on. I'm why would why doesn't even my watch this time? I'm wearing the watch. Normally it's the watch. That was weird. <laughs> um, I would need a very long cable. Yeah, you can get long cables. I know. Lack of conviction. Um. But I mean, also the location is such that the thing that would probably make uh-huh. the most sense would be to like run it through the wall into like my kid's room somehow and then like run it over into here because that's the most direct path. Sure. Uh, but that's like drilling holes in walls and stuff. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Maybe when I maybe when I like have a place that's my place, I will run wires and walls, but I'm not doing that in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't even measured how long it would be, but it it would be I would need a very long one to just run it down the hallway. That's fine. You can get long ones. It's really easy actually. Yeah, I know. I I work for an industrial supply company. I'm sure I can get long ones. <laughs> It's more than just having a, a cord running through my hallway. I'd probably want to do it up on the ceiling, so I gotta like tack I things up. I mean, the up. actual answer is that you just only bring it out when it's podcast time, and then you roll it back up for, to the point of origin. And then I also have two doors that I have to try to run it under while I'm doing that, that I have yeah. to close to keep cats out. Yeah, but it's a cord. It's not that... That's easy. It's solvable problems. I'm just saying. Yeah, me too solvable problems um what if i do all of that and then it still doesn't work because it's just my isv then you set fire to your apartment walk away (laughs) okay um 
Do we want to talk about the saga or? Sure, we can talk about the saga. We, There's, do we, we want to just keep this antagonizing me up? Uh, I mean, we're just going to, we could do that continuing while we do the saga, but we got to talk about this guy's feet. It's way more important than your <laughs> bad internet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we read, uh, chapters 81 through 103 yes. of, uh, St. Olaf Saga or Olaf Saga Helga. Um, and so first we get this like bit with King Kryrecker, um, and essentially, like, he was spared by King Olaf when King Olaf was, like, subduing all the other kings of Norway so that he was king over all of Norway. Um, and at this point, uh, he's, like, uh, mostly blind, like, you know, maybe cataracts. But, like, mostly it's just, like, seems like he's old now is, mm-hmm. is really the thing. But he blames all of his, like, misfortunes on King Olivier, even though I, I don't think that, like, cataracts were caused by by a king taking over your land. Um, but he's just like real salty because even though it, it's said that he like lives in like the same level of comfort that he did when he was a king, uh, now it's like, uh, under someone else's rule. And so it's still an affront. Um, and so at first we get him, um, I feel like there's like one guy right at the beginning. Um, is it Spain? who who he has try to kill King Olaf. Um and yeah, it's Svein. Uh and when Svein like looks into King Olaf's eyes, he like loses all will to to go through with it. Um and drops his sword or whatever. Um I like the the line of how now Svein would you betray me? Um and then uh That's the part kings Finn, have. The li- it's called the King's Gaze. It's normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's Finn the Little, uh, who also ends up, uh, teaming up with Hryrecker, um, and tries to do some plotting. I forget exactly, uh, if he, if he actually accomplishes anything or if it's, I know there's like the, the escape at night. I think that's the thing that he helps with. Um, they do this, like, uh, the king drinks everyone under the table they go to sleep. He says he has to go pee and then like goes out and they, they kill the people watching him and stuff um, so that he can escape. Uh, and then he goes to the church that King Olaf goes to uh, like, it seems like just constantly King Olaf is like uh, going to the church and being like, well, I'm here now. So do high mass for me. <laughs> um, but uh, one time he goes in, it's on Ascension day, which would be May 15th. Um, and Hryrecker's there with, like, uh, you know, hood pulled up so that, um, Olivier can't see his face. Um, and when King Olivier rises up to, to try and go and bow at the altar, he tries to stab him. Um, but it ends up just going through his clothing and, and doesn't actually stab the king. Um, his fancy ass priest robe thing that he has on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, everyone's like, this guy has tried to kill you multiple times now. You should just kill him. Um, but King Olivier is like, it means too much to me to like not have killed any of the kings that I subdued to like take over all of Norway. So I'm going to spare him. Um, but he does need to figure out something to do with Prydacher because he can't just have him like chilling around. Um, and so this is where we get the ugly foot. This part's great. <laughs> 
Um, so just in the morning, like the king is in bed chambers. There's like a bunch of other guys, uh, in beds. And, uh, I think Thararan's the one who like wakes up first and he sticks out one of his feet. Um, and everyone's, everybody's laughing about how ugly it is. Um, and the king's like, if you can find an uglier foot, than me like here's this wager i'll i'll do something that you ask of me um or other way around if you fail uh and then thararan sticks out his other foot which is just as ugly except it's missing a toe and so thararan says this foot is even uglier because it's missing a toe um and the king says actually it's less ugly because there's only four ugly toes for me to look at instead of five um so that's less ugly uh and I think the king is wrong about this. I think, yeah, I think that uh, the, the missing a foot is, an, is a modifier increase in like aesthetic unappealingness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like the the little play here. Yes. Um, and so you're not gonna you're not gonna argue with the king that much. So Thrawn's no. like, okay, fine. Um, what what do you want me to do? Uh, and he's like, I want you to take King uh, Hyrecker, um you should go and take him to Greenland, or if you can't get to Greenland, take him to Iceland. Uh, and if you can't do that, then, like, basically kill him. Like, that's the situation where, if it seems like he's for sure going to get back to Norway, um, then kill him. Um, and so then after a little bit of, like, uh, hesitance, Thrarin's like, okay, well, can you also do the thing, like, if I had won, which is that I want to be a part of your retinue, and so if you make me, like, a part of your retinue, then I'll go do this for you. Um, and so the, the king's like, yeah, sure, well, I'll make that agreement. <laughs> um, this is a great little bit. I, a delightful scene. Um, we then, uh, I think so Thrarin goes uh and ends up um I forget exactly where I think it ends up in Iceland, right? Uh Ryrecker. Yeah, and then he dies um in after three winters of some illness. Um so this is the part where he just goes around to places and everyone's like, Oh, we're gonna receive him well and yeah. then uh, like a season later he's like, This place sucks. New place. Need a new place. Oh. I feel like um, everyone has an elder relative who's lived is just this person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and then is this we start to get this uh, aside to, um, like the Orkneys? Uh, we get a little bit. There's like some general. This is the part where I lost a little bit of interest. Oh, you better you better like, believe I don't remember a fucking thing about this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh King Olvier of Sweden, I'm fucking done with you. Um I don't care. Uh but he's defaulting on agreements. Um you know, generally not doing the things that he said he was going to do. Yes. Um and uh I forget we get him like oh there's a part where he's boasting about his hunting uh which will kind of get like thrown back in his face a little bit um or like referenced a little bit later um mm. but uh eventually all of this comes to um they essentially decide to do this trick where because king olivier of sweden is not going to give his daughter um Ingegerth, after all, he's like, I don't want to give it to, I don't want to give her, like, to be the wife to that fat man. Um, 
And so instead, uh, they end up having King Olivier marry his other daughter, um, who, uh, uh, what, Austrether, um, which we will learn she's like not of, of no, like her mom isn't royal, um, isn't of noble birth. Um, but still it's like this little bit of, uh, one upping or, or like, still getting some sort of little trick in, um, even though it's not what was promised. Um, we get truly, you were correct about going around with scalds just sounds, uh, miserable. Oh, Cause we have I, Sigma, this guy the scal- is the most annoying man on earth <laughs> ever. He goes, he's got a fucking new verse. I'm like, yeah. shut up. How did no one strangle you? <laughs> There's so many pages of just him having little verses about whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how prophetic my anti-scald uh, stance would be uh, before <laughs> this chapter, where this man goes on for pages about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, uh, it, all of this, uh, the scald going around and talking about every little, what he had for breakfast and writing a verse about it, um, eventually culminates with the, the marriage of, uh, King Olivier of Norway and Austrether, um, and then Princess Ingegerth is married to, uh, King Yaroslav, mm-hmm. um, well, the sound seems pretty psyched about, like, not, he's like, yeah, I didn't get what I want, but like, you know, wife, new wife. Yeah. I still got a wife out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been pretty gracious considering how poorly King Olaf of Sweden has been at every juncture of this interaction. Yeah. Um, and so speaking of that. Saintly, uh, one might say. Not yet, <laughs> yeah. but eventually some might consider it to be saintly behavior. <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of that, we get this uh, guy named Amund who's just as fed up of the King of Sweden as we are. Um, and he goes over and he's like, uh, well, he's from the, the Gouts, I think, the Gautar. Um, and he basically does these various parables to the King of Sweden. Um, and so the first one is, uh, and it's, it's all like presented as, uh, the king asking him, like, so what's news from your area? Um, and so first he talks about this, uh, Adi the Fool who, uh, you know, is this great huntsman and goes and gets all these squirrel pelts. Uh, but then he becomes so, he tries to shoot one final s- squirrel on his way back and then becomes so incensed that he misses the squirrel that he keeps chasing it. Uh, and then ends up losing all of the other pelts in the process because the snows come and bury it and he can never find it again. Um, and so he's so like foolish, uh, and headstrong and, you know, stubborn that he like loses everything. Um, and then the king's like, oh, this, this isn't like important news. It's about like a squirrel hunter. Uh, is there anything else? Um, and then, uh, talks about like sort of a similar thing where, um, someone was too greedy and was like trying to, uh, harry too far. And then in the process, uh, everybody got killed off and they lost all of their, their, uh, their wealth that they had gathered. And the king's like, oh, this, this is a little bit more important. Uh, that, that was useful to know. Um, and then he's like, so why did you come here? Um, and Eamon says, uh, so there's this 
uh, issue where we're trying to seek because it seems like the laws, uh, as they're happening up here, like where we are, differs from the, the way that you're doing law here. So we just want to like understand how you would adjudicate this. Um, and talks about how two men, both of noble family, uh, equal birth, but not equal, uh, in terms of property or disposition. Um, and the one who has like more power, um, in the settlement, uh, has to end up paying a fine, but then sort of replaces everything that he was supposed to do. Like, uh, does a gosling instead of a goose, a pig instead of a hog. Um, instead of the mark of burnt gold, he does half a mark of gold and half a mark of clay. Um, all of this. And is like, how would you adjudicate this? And the king's like, well, he should pay back everything he was asked to do. Like, obviously he was supposed to pay that. He should do that. Um, Naaman's like, ah, ah, sounds good, sounds good, um, and goes, you know, goes away, uh, and the king says, later is thinking about this, and is like, hey, uh, fetch that guy, I want to talk to him some more, because I'm, I'm starting to have some suspicions, uh, but then gets too busy drinking and having fun, and, uh, forgets to, to ask him before he leaves, um, and so then he calls, like, his three, uh, advisors basically to come and like interpret it and they're at first they're really hesitant to say what he was trying to say like what Eamon was trying to say um they're like if you said it was okay for us to speak freely we could do this and they're like okay so uh you're the stupid hunter and the guy who lost all the like money by going too far uh and being too greedy um and also the thing that he was talking about adjudicating is uh they especially care about noble lineage um and instead of giving Inga Gareth your daughter, who's like of noble birth on both sides of the family. Uh, instead, he just got Ustrether, who's like only half noble and half common. Um, and so that's the whole thing that this was about. Uh, and the king is sort of uh, upset about this. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like basically plotting, like, how am I going to to fix this and his advisors are like well send some of us with your son uh Jakob um and we'll we'll sort it out and then they go up there and the the uh Amund and the rest like name Jakob king and he's supposed to be the successor and they I forget what uh good Swedish name they give him instead of this Christian name um oh Onund um and then now that there's like two kings and it's father and son they have to like come to a better settlement um, and then, uh, oh, we also get the throwing of the dice. That's the one other thing in here. Um, so then they're like trying to, to do the final, um, like resolving the settlement between, uh, King Olaf of Norway and King Olaf of Sweden. And they throw dice and each time they keep rolling sixes. Um, and then, uh, King Olaf of Norway is like, uh, you know, even though you roll two sixes, this is a trifling matter for God, my Lord. Um, and he throws them and, uh, one turns up six and then the other one splits in half so that it turns up six and one. So it's seven. So then he wins the settlement and then he gets like possession of, uh, I don't, I don't even remember exactly what they're wagering for, but, uh, just remember the dice being fun. So. Um, and then we get this aside into the Earls of Orkney. Um, I don't entirely remember everything happening in here. Um, 
I don't know if anything in this in this stood out to you. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, this is just um, all filler until uh, the thing at the end. Yeah, the the one thing that I thought was um, kind of fun in all of this. Uh, yeah, and I guess it's sort of the stuff at the end. Um, is there's like various like fighting between who would have it, um, and essentially. Uh, there are these two guys, I think it's, is it Thorfinn and Brucey? Um, and they are then fighting over for like thirds because it used to be three guys and one of them died. And uh, I think it's like Brucey who got the other third as inheritance. Um, and both of them like basically go expecting that King Olivier of Norway is going to like, uh, support them. But then he just keeps being like, actually, I should own this. Um, and so, uh, it ends up being, um, he takes control of a third and then is like, I control of this land, but I'm going to entrust this third to, uh, you, I think it's, is it Thorfinn that he gives it to? Um, he picks some guy who, to, to entrust it, but, um, that's about it. This, this is like a, a big aside where if we actually wanted to read more about these people, we would do the Orkneyinga saga, but um, we just get a little bit of like King Olivier coming in and uh, handling disputes in a way that is favorable ultimately for him. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything else. No. Um, I really enjoyed the ugly feet. Yeah. Um, also, I thought the parables were pretty funny. Uh, it was a, it was a good little section. Mm-hmm. Um, and scalds, uh, it's fine if they want to make up a poem about everything they do. I don't think we should have to read it though. I agree. <laughs> I'm tired of scalds. Stop, stop scalding. Yeah. Um, there's one skull that we could read about, uh, that would be fun. It's just ale, but, uh, he was, he was, um, he was an intense guy. So, okay. Um, he gets up to a lot of violence and hijinks. So that's why his, his saga is fun. Um, that's about it that I have for the saga though. Yeah. Not a ton going on. Yeah. Hopefully we're done with uh, King Olaf of Sweden because fuck that guy, he's so boring. Yeah, the the vibe I got is that we're done because they talked about like how eventually he died and his son took over or whatever. Yes. Um. So hopefully we're done with him. Yeah. It'd be well, really that- nice if they said, and now he's out of the socket, just so we really knew. <laughs> oh. But of course, there's the lingering. What if he's a ghost? It could be a ghost. I, oh, I feel like we're out of the era where ghosts show up. Unfortunately, yeah. that's why we're having less fun. So, yeah. If there was a ghost, I would be happier. Just general, unless it's real life. If there was a ghost in real life, I'd be having decidedly less fun because I think ghosts are scary. But if there was a ghost in a story, I'm liking that story at least five percent more, probably more. Yeah. Um. Especially if, like, if somehow Killer Hrap showed up in the middle of the saga. Fuck. Uh, yeah, it popped so hard. I'd be like, I don't know why he's here, but... 
Killer Hop just needs to show up in more things. He just needs to be like he's public domain. They don't get to add Killer Hop to their thing. Yeah. Put Killer Hop in Fortnite. Put Killer Hop in your latest video game. Drop a Killer Hop mixtape. Whatever you got to do. Killer Hop in the world. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Truly, I mean, I, we already said this, but truly, I want just like it would be especially be funny if it wasn't like Saga Guys Gotcha, but it was just like a regular Gotcha game, but Killer Hop was just in there. <laughs> yeah, Killer yeah. Hop Funko Pop out of nowhere. Why? Who yeah. knows? <laughs> He's Killer Hop. He shows up where you least expect him. Yeah. Um, Killer Hop is all elite. Where like you can do the spear that disappears in the ground and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. We deserve this. Unfortunately, sagas do not have the uplift of most of other like national. Like, look, if you engage with anything from like China or Japan, you're going to get a fucking Guan Yu because he's that cool. He's just an iconic guy. Everyone loves Guan Yu. They're going to put him in shit. Guan Yu's in everything. I killer hop should be the Guan Yu of Europe. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. There, in the same way that you get like a bunch of stuff that is Greek gods or whatever. Yes. Yes. I you like should just be putting that. You, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, you're, you're the talking Greco-Roman about gods because great, the, one of the things I hate the most is when like a piece of fiction is like, oh, all our characters are Greek gods reinterpreted in the modern era. And look at all these people. This one's Apollo and this one's Hades. And they're all they're all just normal CW, but like through a Tumblr art filter characters uh, in a melodrama. But it's Greek gods because they're just like you and me. And I'm like, this is boring. Right. Real characters. Yeah. Uh, just like <laughs> giving out about Wicked and Divine for no reason, suddenly, <laughs> uh, or eight hundred other things. Uh, there's many of these. I just, yeah. I think, I think it's cheesy. I think it's so corny. Um, uh, even Hades to some extent. Yes, Hades. It's a fun game, at least but... is not reinterpreting them as like a modern setting, right? It's just like yeah. a game about Greek gods. But even then, it is the... uh, sometimes tiresome the way in which yeah. that is activating a certain sort of like. <sighs> Tumblr feels reductive. It's just a certain consumption mode that is, look at this thing I recognize, that everyone recognizes as a shortcut to writing characters that I find uh, tedious, usually. Yeah. Just write a guy. Hades, thankfully, is mostly a game about dodging and using cool weapons, so I didn't really care. But um, yeah. I'm just not here for that sort of like public domain character lifting uh, to do half of your character development for you. Um I often find yeah. that stuff can be very lacking. Um, Neil Gaiman, I'm coming for you. Never written a good book in your life, motherfucker. Um, not to not to do a sudden veering digression. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, because because Garfield is not public domain, but I feel like there's <laughs> a way that Garfield gets used on the internet that's also like the way that a lot of that public domain stuff gets used more legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um. But also it's like so weirdly limited because it's either like you play into what the character is or you do the like uh ironic edgy version. And and mm-hmm. both of them are bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um anyway. 
Killer Op is truly one of the all stars. <laughs> That's true. Um, I don't know what else you have. I don't think I have that much. It's been like a fucking week. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about Star Trek, I have nothing for you. That's kind of just all I've been doing. Yeah, I feel like we sh- I guess it depends on the Star Trek, but I feel like we shouldn't talk about oh, Star yeah, Trek. Oh, yeah, Star Trek struck work. I've been reading Star Trek yeah. books, though. Um, but yes, yeah. I also would like to talk about the character of Spock, but there's a TV show on a streaming network right now, so we can't talk about Star Trek. Never mind. Yeah. Um. And, like, update for people who don't watch or don't listen to Puton. Um, I have just, like gone all in on the Nerissa is my Oshi. Uh, I've watched all the streams and stuff, but it's like, I don't have much to talk about there. <laughs> no. Uh, that hasn't already been said. This so. is the secret of VTubers is uh, you just watch them. It's like, there's no avenue for me to have co- like coherent, regular criticism about VTubers. And that's kind of the appeal to me. I just get yeah. to put them on, hang out with yeah. the streamers that are kind of weird puppeteers of anime girls, you know? Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been very nice while my, my work situation is just currently, uh, not unstable, but like my team, I still don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing because everybody else is in like panic mode about finishing a, uh, like big checkpoint document that we have to like give to reviewers. And I'm coming in where like, I can't do that much work on it. Cause I just, it would take too long to like tell me everything that needs like here's all the information you need to know to work on this document um it's faster for people to just work on it uh so i keep giving being given like little tasks but also feeling slightly lost um and in that mindset where i just feel adrift it's been very nice to just like to put on something that's just like low brain energy you know um just pleasant so um yeah, that's fair. You're alive. Yeah. Um, truly, like best time for a VTuber group to to de- to do a debut. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, so. Um, but yeah, I've watched some Fuamoko too. Fuamoko is great. Uh, yeah. Biju's great. Uh, I'm still a little mixed on Shiori. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if I've said this on a podcast, but I, I realized after recording a Puton episode, uh, that one of the things I think when there's like the, the really loud, excited, like high pitched voice, uh-huh. uh, for me personally, is just that I have a toddler who talks in a high pitched voice excitedly about video games mm-hmm. to me, like every day for hours on end. Um, and so I, I don't want that when I'm trying to chill. Hmm. Um, I love my toddler dearly. I, I love listening to them be excited about Kirby or whatever. Um, but I just, I needed like a, uh, you if know, your toddler had voice. the timing and duo skills of Fuamoko, I'm just yeah. saying your life would be different. It would. Yeah. Fuamoko is great. Um, but like, I think that's part of what prevents me from like putting on a stream versus just watching clips and being like, oh, that was great. Mm. Uh, for um, me it's just uh i'm busy and i don't have five hours ever mm-hmm. 
And I don't really like multi, like when I'm watching YouTubers, I don't, I'm not like doing, like when I'm home, I'm either recording or I'm watching something or I'm playing a game and I don't typically have like a stream on that I'm paying real attention to. Um, but this is why, this is why I like clippers that are like, you know, here's the whole stream, the parts you really want to see in an hour. We're going to reduce it way down. Uh, yeah. One of Fauna's major clippers just takes all of her big streams and compress them down to 30 to 60 minutes. Perfect. Watch all of those. Love them. I'm not going to watch a six hours Fauna builds a zoo, but I will watch an hour of the highlights of Fauna building a zoo and I'll have a great yeah. time. Um, that has been one nice thing too with uh, Nerissa is that I'm, on a recent stream, she said like uh, it might be an allergy to a new cat in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, there's been like something where it's been hard for her to like talk at length. Um, and again, she thinks she figured it out and that it's an allergy. Um, but, uh, because of that, it's like no stream has gone more than like, uh, two and a half hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which also just makes it like she was talking about once this gets resolved, she'll probably be doing longer streams. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, that might be the point where I'm not watching all of the streams anymore. Cause yeah. I just have podcasts and other things that I want to spend time on. But meanwhile, um, uh, Bijou went immediately into five hour Elden ring marathons. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot be stopped. The gamers here. I will here. probably still watch all of the story of season streams, which mm. I think the, the next one that's like supposed to be in two weeks or something is probably going to be much longer. Mm. Uh, but I just really like story of seasons games. I watched so. the first hour of that yesterday and I was like, this is the most boring thing you could ever stream <laughs> in the entire world. <laughs> um, I I just like Story of Seasons. I've games. never pl- I've never played Story of Seasons. I bet I would like it, but it does not yeah. make a compelling stream to me. Um, my problem with Narissa is she's not quite she's she's a little too normal right now. Like everyone else, she'll say something that's like a little ridiculous, but um, she hasn't gone full circle into just embracing being a weirdo because you've got to kill five hours to an audience. Um, yeah. Which is like it's totally fine. Like this is this is the this is the fauna arc. I feel like she's gonna have the fauna arc in action, um, where she just gets fucking weird, but not in like a way that changes her character or anything. Just you just gotta fill time, so you just start talking, and eventually you become a weirdo. Yeah. Um. And there are definitely moments where it's just like you're just a dork. Uh, yes. Just be dorkier. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> so. I um. um Fumoko tend to be really short, uh, like under two hours. Their morning show is a half hour, like on the dot. Uh, I really appreciate that about their stuff. They feel like they have, they have professional broadcaster chops in the way that they structure their stuff. Yeah. I also uh, feel like they're the ones most doing like a performance when they stream. So you can't like, it's really hard to go long and be in character like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely feel the the most uh like you said, there's like a, a performance or like a they are like putting on a specific character and act. Yeah. Um, like not only are they in character, but they are doing a two person show that is like everyone buys into the two dogs in like bouncing off each other variety show for however long they go, right? Yeah. Um <clears throat> Which which is very fun, but I can also see being more exhausting. 
Yes. I don't know how anyone streams for hours and not just full. I record podcasts. I'm like, I gotta lay down, spend an hour. I've expended my mental energies. <laughs> when I have three hour podcasts, that's the whole day. Like, I'm done. I gotta go and just be very quiet and probably take a nap. Uh, I don't know how I, streamers do it. I know that the interaction level is different, but I can't do it. I, th- I think I could do it. Um, I was thinking today while I was driving to work, uh, of like, if export audio, just somehow made a lot of money where I could just quit my job. I would probably just be like doing a bunch of podcasts and streams and stuff. Um, like I would just do that instead. God, um, if I, if I, if I had that kind of money, I think I would probably do less podcasts. Um, but I would do more production stuff. Like, in the world where someone makes it big and we make the big combined abnormal mapping expert audio Chicago studio, I think yeah. I would just be, I would still do some of the podcasts, but not all of them. And I would mostly be running like scheduling and logistics for everybody because it's the thing I'm actually good at. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you would be the Kato, but not really. Kato is more the editor. Yeah. I hate editing. But, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I will, I will have someone else do that. I mean, specifically getting everyone's schedules together and deadlines sorted out and ideas put together. Um, that's the thing I'm good at. Yeah. If you want to make sure things get done, you hand them to me to make sure they get done. Like in terms of like, um, remind me to do this thing or, you know, we need to do this. I'm like, okay, well, we got to actually show up and do it on this day or it's not going to happen. That's the yeah. stuff that I'm good at. Uh, I would love that because I'm also good at that, but I always like resent having to be the person who does it. Mm. Um, it's one of the things I appreciate about podcasting with you is that, uh, it's not like constantly on me to make plans. Yes. (laughs) Um, which is also like, uh, I, I would like to get back to tabletop role-playing games again at some point in my life. Um, every time I've done it, I've been the GM and I've been the person who's like constantly trying to organize everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is so exhausting. It would not so. surprise you to find out that I think the, the idea of playing a tabletop role-playing game sounds like the most boring thing I could spend my time <laughs> on in the world. I'm like, I would love to collaborate on a story, but why do we gotta like make a game where everyone's gotta create characters? Like, let's just fucking shoot the shit and make a story, whatever. Like, ultimately, yeah. what I in a perfect world, if I could be anyone in the universe, I would just be in like a '90s television writers' room. I think that's the thing that I would like to do the most. They don't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they are striking about the fact that they don't, <laughs> they exist, don't exist anymore. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, I don't need, I don't need a game about that. I don't want to waste time being like, Oh, I'm going to describe a thing and then, uh, roll a bunch of dice. I'm like, Oh, I, I never took to it. Not my thing. Yeah. I have very low social battery also just generally, um, as a person. Um, I, I always feel weird cause, um, I think that the like Myers-Briggs stuff is all bogus and the like, uh, extroverted introverted stuff doesn't really make sense. It, at least for me. Uh, cause there are some interactions that are just absolutely draining and I just want to go be alone for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's like my friends, I could just go for hours. I, I regularly go for hours. It can, it, it, it has been known to happen. Sometimes I'm just in a groove. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really invested in this and energized and having a good time. But genuinely, even my, my most favorite people in the world, I just can't do it. I cannot sustain that. I am, uh, maybe introverts are fake, but I'm the closest thing that you can get without being there if they are. Um, yeah. 
I just need time to myself. A lot of it. Um, I think it's the thing where, where people fit in, but I think like technically fit, but also I think that the, the like either or, or even like the gradient is like too simplistic for the way that that stuff works. Yeah, probably. Um, but I also have a chip in my shoulder about Myers-Briggs because, uh, my dad is like trained in doing Myers-Briggs stuff and oh. makes everybody do it. So what's your Myers-Briggs? Um, I am, what is it? Uh, I N T or I N, uh, F. I don't remember if I'm J or P. I think okay. J and P I'm like, like on the line. Yeah. I am. I am yeah. T P or, uh, J depending on which day I take the test. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I N N has always been true. I went from F to T at some point. Um, I, when I was a kid, I think I tested T and now I test F. Mm-hmm. At least the last time I did. But my dad had me test, like, do the test multiple times throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. So, my um, thing is, I think I put about as much stock as I put in stock in being like, I am a, you know, a Scorpio sun and a Gemini, uh, Aries moon and a Gemini rising. I think those fit me very well. And so I think they're fun to, like, toy with, but I wouldn't take it too seriously. And if it doesn't fit for you, don't care. Like, you know, yeah. if you're like, oh, it says I'm a Capricorn, but I don't really, that never really fit my personality. I'm like, well, then don't, don't, don't invest in it. Who cares? But if it yeah. really fits those three things together, pretty much describe me to a T. There's a few weird variances in there. Um, but, um most of it's true i feel like i'm the most scorpio person i know and i know a lot of very bold <laughs> scorpios in the world um i i part of like myers-briggs for me is uh and not that people don't do this with like astrology stuff mm-hmm. uh but it's it's less common but there's like such a veneer of science that gets put on myers-briggs yes, yes. um and i'm like stop it <laughs> yeah uh you know, yeah, I think I think that stuff is fun in like a, you know, old Internet personality quiz. Who's your favorite Sailor Scout? Like, what does it say about you sort of thing? Um, yeah. But yes, the minute you go, ah, this truly dis- denotes who you are. I'm like, no, stop investing yeah. in it like that. You you didn't grow up having to take the test multiple times to, like, determine how I was and how I was going to fit into a family unit. No, I wouldn't do that because so, that's psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is why I have a chip on my shoulder about it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but where, whereas you're lucky, like you're astrology you're stuff, that's villain. just good and fun. What? You're lucky you're not a Batman villain. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead, I'm just a queer trans person. Yeah, that's normal though. Who yeah. isn't? Uh, a surprising number of people. You just wouldn't uh, believe it listening to I our podcast. Yeah, I don't know any of them. <laughs> I know you work with them. I go to work and I'm like, this is so different. <laughs> yes, but uh, I don't really like interact with them in a meaningful way, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately have to work on a, a team and talk to suppliers all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, I, I do entertain myself regularly by having a conversation with the supplier. Uh, and there's just some that go in a certain way where I think that man's going to go home to his wife tonight and say, I met a real trans person today. <laughs> Damn. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think that's it though. Yeah. 
That's we, fine. We milk. We got some milk from the stone. Um, don't milk stones. It just sounds gross. I hate, I hate it. I hate it as a phrase you just made up. Uh, next week, we're going to be reading uh, Olaf's Saga Helga chapters 104 to 124. Uh, that seems like too few chapters, so I immediately embraced for one of these to be really fucking long. Um, yeah, one of them might be. Okay, that's all right. We'll live. I mean, all of them, I think, are supposed to be roughly the same number of pages. That's how I tried to break it up was by pages. Okay. Um. I looked it up, and getting milk from a stone is apparently a Brazilian expression. I don't know why this is a thing that I think of all the time, but... Okay. Um, I don't know. Brazil will back me what up. The fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Why are you getting milk from stones? Joe, <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> um, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find me on Blue Sky and Coast at permutations of that. You know, it'll you'll figure it out. Uh, you can find all my podcasts at normalmapping.com. What do I want you to listen to? I have a Move Love podcast that came out. Oh, if you go to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash normalmapping, uh, for $5, I started a new feature because we had to mothball our movie podcast that's for Patreon, um, where I'm playing Final Fantasy Tactics every week. Uh, that's probably going to go up on Sundays. The first episode's already up. Uh, the second, uh, two episodes are already up by the time you're listening to this. Never mind. I forgot we record these a week in advance now. Um, yeah. And I will be playing that probably once a week uh, until I finish it, even if the strike ends and we go back to doing blockbusters. So please look forward to me muddling through a game that I've always wanted to play, but have been very scared of because I'm bad at tactics. Um, I'm I'm excited for this because I enjoy, uh, you know, strategy RPGs. What about so. tactics RPGs? <sighs> Both. <laughs> but roughly the same thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. You can find me at Fox Momnia on basically anything that I'm on. Uh, Twitter, co-host, Blue Sky, uh, Annie List, uh, Letterboxd, but I'm not using it right now. Um, I'm sure there's other ones I'm forgetting that I don't check very often. Um, and go listen to... I guess when this comes out, uh, it'll be too late to send in questions to the question bucket for Ghost in the Shell. Uh, but that episode Ghost will be coming shell. out soon. Or not Ghost in the Shell. Ghost Divers, where we're talking about psychopaths. Um, but that episode will be out soon. Oh, when this comes out, uh, Ornate Servals will probably already be out in the, the Patreon feed, at least. Uh, Do you know what the hell that's going to be yet? No, I, th- I think we're going to try and record Sunday night. Um, and I, it's, I mean, this first one in particular is just going to be like pure non-homophobia zone. Um, for those who don't know, that's just sort of us hanging out, which normally happens after the outro music. Um, Autumn might have some stuff to say about the strikes. I don't think they've had like a thing to talk about that on, but, um, Yeah. We don't have, like, a thing planned for that one. That's, like, the one where we want to have, here's the plan going forward. But, um, that's about it, though. Um, mm-hmm. Puton keeps chugging along, but I never know how to sell Puton. Other than, I guess, as a, a podcast of deceit or whatever it was he said. <laughs>
Um, I don't um, know. I have to go look at the group chat and my line is closed. I have to sign back yeah. into my phone and my phone's over there, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it either, but, okay. um, that's it. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. Check out all other podcasts. Uh, definitely go s- listen to stairwalls cause uh, I was on it for a month and it was good. Yeah. We're never going to get to talk about the movies that we watched and it's a real shame. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Um, I anyway. saved the best for last, and then we we got destroyed by that. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. See you next week. Until then, we're out of the podcast. And then we are out of the podcast.
Thank you.